Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Thursday night after the big football game. Joining me as always here, he is Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess at my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sap? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, listen, it took me uh, like four times to do that intro. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I think, think you got it right. I think you got it right. It. I think I got it. People understand, right? It's a degenerate <laughs> trifecta, gurus of gambling, wizards of wagering. Same guys. Like I said, coming back uh, from the uh, Cowboy game. Actually, I was at the Coyotes game. I'm here in Phoenix. Our friend Ken hooked up a nice suite. I went there. Couldn't go without betting on the game. Uh, they promised me, by the way. They're like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, now the game, the football game will be on. I'm like, all right, because I have to watch the Cowboys. Of course it wasn't on. I oh, put it come on. My, on. Stream it on my really? phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't get Amazon, the suite at this. Uh, you know, the play yeah, at a I college knew it. Arena I knew it. Here. You know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I promise you I had to miss a play. I also bet the Coyotes plus three goals, which I didn't need because they won by three. And I parlayed it with the money line of the Cowboys. Uh, pretty good. 27-13 landed right on the side and the total. Actually, one of the better games, sadly, that Al Michaels has got to call this uh, this year. So he wasn't <laughs> on suicide watch as we had thought. But Parley Kid, kind of slappy for Dak. Three turnovers. I mean, there was a weird botched fumble there. That Hender shot, that wasn't really his fault, that no, interception. But that second interception was really bad. Uh, I bet him to throw a pick. We we swept the board on our props. Harry had Parsons under four and a half tackles. I think he had one. Gallup over 30 and a half yards. Pauly Kitty had 39. Bry, you had Dak over 227. He had 282. But as I said, Pauly Kitty, I don't know. I wanted to go into the playoffs with like a, a Dak with a clean sheet, you know, like two touchdowns, no interceptions, 255, something like that. But again, he turned it over. I don't want to complain too much. It's a 27-13 win against a team. That wasn't really trying, but still a decent win nonetheless. Yeah, it's hard to get too excited about the uh, the victory here yeah. tonight, Sal. But we can't feel terrible about it as well. Look, I think the biggest thing coming out of this game is some possible more Cowboys injuries. Yeah, which were uh, uh, you know as the game went on. I mean, how many guys were going out of that game? And Tennessee was still a very physical team this game, especially up front on their uh, defensive side. Yeah, look, the, the one interception from Dak, you got to, that was 100% not his fault. I mean, Hendershot drops yeah. that pass. Dallas is up 10 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, they score on that drive. This game might have been like 30 something to nothing uh, at that point. That drop was, that drop kind of let uh, Tennessee hang around in the game. Then uh, the second pick uh, was a brutal throw by Dak. But, you know, at the end of the day, you still look at his numbers and he's, you go, Threw for 285 still. Uh, his numbers are always there at the end of the game. And Sal, so, I want to hear an interesting statistic on our coach who no, we uh, who's much maligned, uh, even yeah. by us at times. Sure. 16 seasons as a head coach in the NFL. This is his 10th time with 11 wow. or more wins. Wow. Wow. How, I mean, oh, my wait. gosh. 
He has 12 now, right? Are they 12 and four? Yeah, they're 12 yeah. and four. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I was looking at that. I was like, for a team that played a quarter of the season with a backup quarterback, they have 12 wins. They could have 13 if they try in week 18, whatever it's going to be. And who knows if they, they're going to need it at this point. Uh, one Eagles win, and then that game is meaningless. They're locked into the five. But yeah, I, like I said, I don't want to get right. I don't want to get too upset. I don't want to get too excited. I wanted like a, a nice... Um, it's weird because the Cowboys quarterback Prescott seems to have a better game as it goes on. And the Cowboys defense seems to figure out these crappy quarterbacks as a game. Like, so like Minshew didn't get better. Dobbs didn't get better. Bry, um, you know, Dobbs yeah. ended up throwing the big pick and there were turnovers and uh Cowboys defense rose to the occasion. I think they had a little over 300 total yards, Tennessee and the Cowboys have what, like 370. So I don't know. It was a whole hum game. What'd you think, Bry? Uh, it was actually a decent game. I, I actually thought Tennessee played pretty well. Um, mm. You know, they kept Pre- Prescott in check for a large portion of that game. I mean, their run defense, again, is great. I mean, you held Elliott uh, 19 for 37. Yeah. I thought, Dob, you know, Dob, I will say Dobbs probably could have thrown three or four picks, but he moved for a guy who's been there for, what, eight days or something like that. Mm-hmm. He moved around well in the pocket, uh, made some plays for them. I think the Cowboys secondary, that might be – you know, when they start playing the better teams, that's definitely going to be an issue. They pick on they pick on certain guys in that secondary. But I thought Tennessee, they played hard. They played tough. Yeah. I don't think um, that Rabel couldn't like, you know, I, I think he's got to be OK with that performance going into the Jacksonville game. So so solid game by them. I did think it was funny, though, Sal. I don't know how much you were paying attention to it, but like I was thinking about this, too. If your kid. Mm-hmm. So say Harrison was playing professional baseball or Archie was playing professional football. Yeah. I mean, Dobbs throws his first Dobbs throws his first, his t- first touchdown this game. The parents Mom, are melting up in the whole game. You can barely tell they were like, no, I know. Well, listen, they, they should have been for so, like 25 years. He never had any emotion. I know. So I, I guess o- uh, I can parents... only imagine if Kyle was throwing a t- how, how pumped up part of that so kid we, would we, be. But... Is it possible it wasn't his parents that they like the camera guys found the wrong people? <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I was thinking the whole time. But uh, so, were yeah. you surprised at the end of them just running the clock yeah. out there? Yeah, I thought Belichick did that a couple weeks. Weeks ago, I forgot again, Sue, but yeah, like I, I was trying to figure out what Vrabel's doing, like just running the ball, didn't use any of his time. No, he didn't care at that point, he, right? He down two touchdowns, get... though, Brian. If, he get, if he, they complete a pass and break a tackle, then they're, it, uh, they score, they're an onside kick away. But they it means the no, part it, of two it, minutes. Really, it really means nothing to I them, right? That. For the yeah. most part. Um, although I know they weren't technically eliminated from a wild card if they would have won that game, I guess they still had an outside shot. Right. But well, so let me ask you this though, because because when we did the podcast and we gave our original picks on Wednesday, you know, the, I think the line was 10, nine and a half, 10, maybe right in there. 10, yeah. And yeah, so uh Henry probably wasn't playing. And then, like, right after the podcast, it said it was doubtful. And then they said um, Dobbs is playing instead of Malik Willis. It Was this an audition for Dobbs, or was this to keep Malik Willis healthy? Like, who starts next week? Dobbs, after- has, to, Dobbs has to start, right? I mean, when you think Dobbs was good enough where uh, he has to start, yeah, 100%. I wow. Mean, if you take away a few uh, drops today mm-hmm. uh, from the Titans, uh, the stats would have even had been better. Right. Uh, and let's face it. So one thing uh, we really didn't mention so far is Cowboys were fortunate. And look, we, we've been on the total other side for so many years, but, uh, and I think the calls were the right calls, but a third and 19, we put up yeah. a ball. 
defensive back basically mugs Gallup. A, a gallop. Yeah, right. Uh, yep. uh, down the field. Uh, we end up scoring a touchdown on the next play. Uh, hundred and twenty-four you know, yards. They were fortunate with some of those penalties. calls. They were very fortunate. Hundred twenty-four to thirty-five. Yeah, that's a that's a big number. Um, I will say, uh, Lamb though, Parley kid. If there's one, eleven for hundred, uh, and really just seemed to be open almost every play, right? Yeah, Lamb. Lamb has been phenomenal, uh, at least especially uh, over the second half of this season. Just so reliable. Remember early in the season, Sal, I think maybe game one or two, a couple crucial drops mm-hmm. early in the season. We're going, ah, what, what Lamb's supposed to be our number one, right? What's right. going on with him? Right. Uh, well, he had he is truly a number one receiver on this team. Uh, he's been great. I would be worried. Uh, their run game was very suspect. Today. You take away a 23-yard run from Davis. And yeah. they basically averaged less than two yards a run today, Sal. Yeah. I mean, Zeke averaged 1.9 yards a carry. Uh, and if you take away that one run from Davis, he's around two yards per carry, too. Uh, I would I'd be a little worried about that uh, going well, forward. Here's the thing. Pollard said if this was a Sunday game, he would have played. And he's like, I think, 12 yards or 18 yards away from 1,000. So he's going to play a little bit uh, in week 18. So... Uh, take that for what I, I I'm with you. I think this was a B minus win and that was maybe, yeah, but generous. that's okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. honestly don't mind the B minus win. So made some money off that Cowboys Titans game. When we return, we're going to tell you how to make money on these week 17 games, including the championship, the semifinals in college. It's finally here after 16 months we've waited and uh, we'll give you our winners there. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OmahaFull and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, You'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, before we get to week 17, 17, that should be it, right, guys? There's only 17 weeks. Did they add a week? What are they doing here? <laughs> we do have, uh, we should announce our contest winners, the Pick'em Contest. Brett Skidmore, 12 right. Parlay Kid, you had 11, which is interesting because I think you had 12 for the, didn't you have 12 in our graph? I had I don't 12. Know what happened. Yeah, I had 12. Maybe I switched one up. Oh, uh, on boy. The, uh, All right. Because, you know, we I probably got that done earlier than I put my other picks in. So, may I just right. didn't go back and change well, it? Well, take it up with that. I, I do that. I get condemned. Parlay Kid does that. It's okay. It's good. Well, he lost out on a hat. That's that's his condemnation. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, yeah. that doesn't really. Yeah, what does that mean, Harry? Brett Skid, take it up with Brett Skidmore. He had 12 right. Good he for gets up. Hundred bucks. There you go. Prop quiz. Yeah, nice. Dan Corn six right. He gets the gold cap, the elusive gold cap, uh, as a uh, brother Bry calls it. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Get your picks in right there. I do want to mention our Vegas trip. Extra points live. Propapalooza. Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. January 9th, Monday, right before the national championship game, two to three thirty. That's a ticketed event. Go to ticketmastervegas.com. Come on, guys. It's 20 bucks. And then stay and watch the game with us afterwards. And the day before, watch the games all day with us at Kimmel Comedy Club. That's for free, 10 to 4 30. And Megan Galley will be performing later that night at the Kimmel Comedy Club. Ticketmasterinvegas.com for those tickets brought to us by Crown Royal. Lots of fun. Oh, Brian, before again, also before we get to mm. the games. Derek Carr was benched. I don't know if you heard this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get, try to gauge um, Raiders fans and their reactions to this, but it seems like it's something they're finally doing something that could be labeled fiscally responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think it's right. It's funny. It took me a second. My anger towards the Raiders (laughs) took a second to take over yesterday because I I was worried. Like, look, if you bench this guy, nobody's going to want to trade for him. Right. If if you're, yeah, it's, you know, the fact that it really was, an, you know, injury related, if he gets hurt, then he's guaranteed. So that makes sense. Everybody's kind of aware that he's stepping away from the team. So uh, plus, you don't want to win these next two games, I, right? I mean, yeah, uh, although it looked like you didn't want to win the last one. either. Well, but yeah, we yeah had, no, I know we saying, wanted yeah. to win many games, but <laughs> you can't. I mean, they should be Raiders should be benching a bunch of people in this game. Bench Jacobs, yeah. bench like uh, they should. But again, in all fairness, look, I I think I was the first car hater. Like mm-hmm. I really do. Early on, outside of that, when he had that close to MVP season, I've I've been a hater for him. But I will say, I kind of I have felt somewhat bad for him recently. I don't know why this year he shoulders all the blame on a dysfunctional organization that's been abysmal 
drafting. They have been horrible. So they haven't helped him out. And, you know, in the right situation, stable franchise uh, with a good coach, I think he, you know, he can, he can help them out and, and they could win games. He just cannot consistently lead a team that's in dysfunction. He cannot, he's not an elite quarterback to win those type of games for well, them consistently. So the, the it problem is, it is, is he's not, he's probably not going to go to a stable franchise, right? Because those guys all have quarterbacks, but I don't know. Maybe the jets or the jets, jets, stable franchise. jets, jets totally makes sense. I mean, the jets, because I, I personally, I personally think if you look at all the quarterbacks out there that will be available to me, Carr is still, even if you hate him, which mm-hmm. rightfully so you should hate him. I think he's still the best one. I think he's better than Jimmy G. I, I I think he's better. He can't Bry, He can't. He can't handle New York. He can't. Uh, he's not that. You know, he's not that mental. You know, I think mentally he'll cries more than any other quarterback I, after I after but games and what, stuff. He can't handle what, New York. What the Jets have gotten from their quarterback play, um, this would be an upgrade, especially if their line comes back healthy next year. But um, but yeah, as a Raider fan. I'm I'm totally ready to turn the page. The problem is we won too many games to draft a quarterback. So I don't know what do the Raiders do next year? Oh, we're gonna uh, stick with Stidham. We're gonna stick with McDaniel's guy Stidham. I mean, thanks. Well, uh, listen, all those guys dropped last year, right? Malik Willis went way, way later than he thought. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you look at the top three quarterbacks, maybe they'll drop again. Maybe yeah, you'll I, end I, up with a Will Levis pers- or something. I personally I still I, I like the Kentucky quarterback if he falls. That's still. what I said. Yeah. 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 Levis. I've, I think I've seen him play one good game, but yeah, I, I think been that's hurt. He, that's the problem. He's a mess this season. So. Either way, the Raiders, I think, made a good move. It's not like yeah. um you know, this is weird if they beat the Steelers by three touchdowns and then bench him, right? Yeah. Then it's a little weird. Then it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wouldn't oh, have happened. Right. Yeah, right. But, uh, or even if Renfro catches that at the end and they score, right. but he had 14 interceptions. So you can't really, you can't really get on them yep. uh, too much. All right. Speaking of in- interceptions and bad quarterback play, Tampa's at it again, Parley kid. The Bucks are laying three to the Carolina Panthers bucks win. They have the division, right? They wrap it up with a win. Carolina sure. needs to do some work. Yeah. If they win, they would still need to beat the saints and Tampa to lose something like that. Something crazy. Anyway, Tampa wins. They're in easier said than done. The tide has turned parlay kid. Everybody was on Brady all year long. He has to turn it around. He has to turn it around. Now 75% of the betters, at least most better this game are on the Panthers plus three. Uh, what are your thoughts here? I'm going, I'm going bucks 24, 19. I know you've been with me with the bucks all right. along, but you're, you're jumping ship. You've had enough. And yeah, I've had enough you. Sal. I mean, how many times did the bucks burn me here on uh, at least covering, uh, you know, they're the worst team in the league uh, against the spread. Sal three, 11 and one, uh, pretty mm-hmm. terrible. And they're Oh, six and one at home against the spread. Sal. What is there to like about them? There's nothing to have to like. They don't score enough. Uh, their their wins are uh, late uh, wins, heroics from Brady, if you want to say heroics. Uh, lately, at least those have been their wins coming back from deficits uh, late in games. Carolina, on the other hand, sells eight and three against the spread as an underdog this season, which is fourth best percentage in the league. So, and Carolina does the things you like here. They run the ball. Uh, they're going to run it here again. They got two running backs who are playing pretty well between Har- Foreman and Hubbard. Uh, that bodes well for them. Darnold's been efficient. He hasn't been great, but he's been certainly very efficient over the last month of the season. 
Uh, he also makes plays with his legs, too. I don't know if the Panthers win this game, Sal, but I, I got to take those three points that I'm getting here. The, the Bucks just haven't been good, especially against the spread. Oh, yeah. One 11 and one, the last 13 against the spread, the Bucks. Believe me, I was trying to find the only trends I could find is like a very general trend. I think I found this on Action Network. Um, money line uh, underdogs on the money line, weeks one through 10 were 40%. Um, weeks 11 through 16, 27%. Mm-hmm. So, Lately, yeah. those who are supposed to win at least win the game. I think the Bucs come through and win the game. Like I said, 24 19. Don't forget the Panthers before they won in Seattle had lost nine straight on the road. So I don't know. Not that that place is uh, gets too crazy. Um, you know, there's no 12th man there in Tampa, but I just have to go with them one more time. Just one more time, 24 19. I'm going with Tom Brady and the Bucs. Um, Harry Washington, a two point favorite at home, 40. Is he over under against Cleveland? Carson Wentz is back. I guess there was a time we would have looked forward to Wentz versus mm-hmm. Watson, but it's not this week. Um, and I'm also right. on board with the whole NFL once Packers Lions in that flex spot for week 18 conspiracy. But so in order for that to happen, the commanders would have to lose Sunday. The Browns have been terrible. I think uh, Watson only surpassed 160 yards once in four games. Uh, but I think this is a grinded out type game. Wentz has trouble against the Browns defensive front. Chubb grinds it. Like I said, Cleveland still fifth in rushing. Washington 20th yards per carry defensively. I feel like a 21-13 type score. And the dream of having four NFC East teams in the playoffs is uh really dodged right there in week 17. Harry, you're not taking either team. You like the under 40. I do like the under 40, Sal. Uh, the Browns couldn't get anything going offensively last week versus New Orleans. Manufactured just 10 points. You mentioned it too, Sal. Deshaun Watson, I have it written down here too. Uh, has gone for under 170 yards mm. passing in three of his four games for Cleveland. Defensively, though, the Browns have given up 17 or less points in four of their last five. They've been great. Um, and the, and the and the commanders uh, since Wentz, uh, you know, he's making his return. But earlier in this year, not much of a quarterback either. His last four starts for Washington, the commanders scored 12, 17, 10, and just eight points. Love the under here. This has got 17, 14 written all over it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I you're like right. Uh, what was it? 12, 17? What? I'm still in the stat for uh, the 12, the 17, 10, and eight. <laughs> Interesting. And the eight was against the Eagles when they scored in the last and that's when it starts. No, no, nothing. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be, that's going to be an interest low scoring game. I agree. All right. Uh, let's go brother. Bry. Patriots dolphins. This one flipped. This was dolphins minus two and a half when Tua was uh, in the game. Now he's out. The officially out. He's out. He's not playing. Yeah. yeah. Patriots three and 41 Pats are home. You got Teddy two gloves in there filling in. Um, maybe not too much of a downgrade, by the way, 24 and seven against the spread on the road for two gloves, but he lost four of his last five against the spread um, on the road. So the lines flipped and now we have two gloves versus the dirtiest quarterback in league history, Mac Jones. Uh, I think he's got to have something up his sleeve. I'm going, did I pick the same score? No, 24, 19. Patriots mm. win this. I like this defense a lot. They played tough in the second half. Obviously, they didn't show up in the first half against the Bengals, but they held Cincy to a 50% red zone, and they took uh, they got three takeaways. I think they have eight defensive scores on the year. It's going to be tough for Bridgewater to adjust, and the Patriots win, keep the playoff hopes alive. Yep. 24-19. Brian, you're going against me. 
Yeah, I'm going Miami here. Uh, I'm taking the points here. I think this is a good buy low spot for the Dolphins. And I, you know, the fact that this line switched five and a half points, right, with Tua out. I mean, Tua was the one who really hurt them last week. I mean, if Tua played even slightly better, they win that game. It's been a real tough stretch for them the last like four weeks. It has been a very difficult bunch of games on the road. I know they're back on the road here, but I think I think Teddy Two Gloves can play well here. I have not been impressed with the Patriots. Uh, mm-hmm. They have not been good offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even in that Cincy game, they were in that Cincy game. The fact that they they made that close. I mean, there was basically a Hail Mary attempt from like the 30 yard line that they completed that got them one of those touchdowns um, later in the game that should have never have happened. Mac mm. Jones still just does not look right. I, I do think this comes down to a field goal uh, late in the game. So I, I'm taking the points. I, I think it's kind of right there. Three points, either team. Uh, but I would prefer to take it with the Dolphins. What was the score the first time they played? It's close or I- I forgot if they blew them out or not. Well, what was the final? That's a good. Uh, I should know. Well, I mean, that. obviously, different quarterbacks and everything. Oh, it's uh, week one, twenty to seven. Oh yeah, I forgot. We go twenty on, to yeah. seven. Yeah, yep. lackluster performance right mm. there for uh, Mac Jones and the Patriots. That's when uh, that's when the fans started freaking out. All right, speaking now of uh, fans freaking out, Seattle. It's almost a gimme. What were they like? Plus three eighty to not make the playoffs, Brian? We looked at it like uh, probably like three weeks ago. Yeah, right? like minus minus five hundred. Uh, two matches. It's probably like two. Was it uh, at the most? Yeah, I remember you saying might have I, been might have been two weeks ago. Jeez, I like the Giants to make it, and you like I think a better bet might be Seattle to not make. I'm like, oh my god, and I'd never pulled the trigger on it, but here they are. They're in trouble, uh, and they're home, and they're getting a point and a half from Mike White and the Jets. This Mike White mystique continues. Forty two and a half is the over under. Polly, can you like the Jets? I've been riding the Jets sound. I've been losing with the Jets lately, so uh, I'm not sure I'm the right guy to go with the Jets here, but the Seattle's 0-6 against the spread in their last six, Sal. They have mm-hmm. not performed well. I think they hit a peak about a month and a half ago, right? And they just have been what kind of lately what we thought they were going to be. Not that the Jets have really been much better as of late, but I think we could really pinpoint the Jets uh, to some poor quarterback play is really why they've struggled. Yeah. As of late. And for some reason, this team really does seem to believe in Mike White. Uh, they they kind of rallied around him the first time uh, around here this season. I think they do it again. Sauce Gardner shuts down Metcalf. I think Lockett is still questionable whether uh, he is playing or not. Um, there's something about this Jets team, Sal. I've, I, I like them. I, I like them. I think they're getting closer and closer. And as long as they get slightly above average quarterback play. I think they win this game. I wish this game was really a pick 'em Sal. Like to me, this game really should, if there was ever a pick 'em game, this is a yeah. pick 'em. Like I know the jets are given a point and a half here. This should be, this game should be no points given here. It should be a pick 'em. but I'll take the jets anyway uh, to win this game. It will be close, but I think white gets it done. So I think they rally around him. I think the jets rushing game gets it going a little bit more. Uh, Seattle's secondary struggle lately. Let's take the Jets here. Yeah, well, I think I'm reading into the line, too, because you're right. How could the, I don't know, one of the hopefuls for comeback player of the year, Geno Smith, at home, playoff bound potentially, 
be getting points from Mike White and the Jets. I know it's their defense. I know the defense has a lot to do with it. And yet I'm going to take the Jets 24-20. They're 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven following a game where they didn't cover. Uh, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Who was it? That that, that hubbard um, Foreman combination you mentioned, yeah. well, like it against Seattle just crushed them. Like two, oh, that was disgusting to watch. I think we were doing a Spotify live that they ran all over them and lost. And I predicted this uh, swoon a little for Seattle. So give me the Jets 24 20, not out of the playoffs just yet. I think they win uh, in Seattle. 12th man does not make a difference. All right, Harry. I mean, this is a momentous occasion in our final podcast of uh, 2022. You are taking the Vikings after. Um, touting them all year as Super Bowl champs, but then not taking them really at all. But here, for some reason, you like them plus three and a half at Green Bay needs to win. 48 is the over-under. I've picked my spots, and I was right when they sa- I said they would lose. And I do love the three and a half here uh, over the past couple of weeks. We've seen Cousins be able to carry this team on his back when they need him to. Uh, it's catching fire. Last uh, last two weeks, he's got seven total touchdowns. Last three weeks, twelve hundred yards. Everyone talks about Minnesota winning these close games. Well, their biggest win of the season was Week One when they beat Green Bay by sixteen. Um, I think Zadarius Smith plays with a chip on his shoulder here, going back to Green Bay. He had a great game in that first uh, game of the season against Green Bay. I know Green Bay's won three in a row. Their defense is playing much better. But Minnesota still can be the number one seed. A lot on the line here. I think this game is close. Somebody wins by a field goal. I love the three and a half. I love the hook with the Vikings. Also on the line, Justin Jefferson, 209 yards away from breaking Calvin Johnson's record. So if they were going to sit everybody next week, if they lost this game somehow, I don't know. It it seems weird with that two and three seed. I feel like in the last week, we're always like, oh, why aren't they playing their start? They could still get a two seed. Like, yeah, teams like just don't care at some point. But anyway. They're, they're going to give it their all, I think, for sure, because it's the Packers, because they have a shot at that two seed, because mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson's a couple hundred yards away from the record. Also, Packers, hilarious. What, what, what was it like? LaFleur didn't lose in December. Was he like 12 and two or something? Mm-hmm. Or four, something crazy. Yeah. Yeah, January, right. different story. Uh, so three of his last four. So that's uh, it's officially January, this game, right? That's what's going to happen. Uh, I do have the Packers to win this game 23-20. Crosby, a cold-weather uh, field goal, keeps the uh, playoff hopes alive. But they are 1-4 against the spread, the Packers, in the last five home games against a team with a winning road record. I wasn't that confident in, uh, you know, they beat the Dolphins, big win, weren't supposed to win. But I, I didn't think Rodgers looked that great in the in the pocket. And I think this is Darius Smiths of the world are going to take care of him enough to keep this close. Like I said, 23, 20 Packers win, uh, take the points. Now the flex game here, brother, Bri Baltimore, two and a mm. half and 35 versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Damashek has a thing where this is always 17, 13. I think he's picked the final to be 17, 13, the last four times. Yeah. Mm. It is interesting. I locked the last four, 16, 14, 16, 13, 20 to 19, 19, 14, all in that range. I'm going to go 19, 14 again, and I'm going Ravens, but uh, the under might be the better pick here. That's yeah, I like thing. the under here. You know, the the Baltimore offense has been really bad with Huntley in there, even though even it's weird because they've been running the ball well. If you look at their stats, they've been running it well, but they still struggle to score. They're averaging 11 and a half points over the last four games. The Ravens have gone under in 10 of their last 12. And then if you look at the Steelers, they've scored 20 points once over the last four games. I know it was freezing against the Raiders, but they really struggled 
uh, to move the ball until that last drive. And yeah, yeah, when you talk about the last four meetings between these two teams, the most the team has scored is 20 points. That's the most yeah. anybody's scored. I feel the same way as Demashek. I think it's uh, another like 16-13 type game. Um, so I'm definitely going under here, especially prime yeah. time. It's going to be a physical defensive battle here. The Ravens have their problems, certainly, but we we don't talk about their defense enough. Uh, just, yeah, 45 points in the last four games. So that, what's that, average of a little over 11? Yep. Uh, Steelers 1-6 and six against the spread in the last seven against the team with a winning record. Uh, I like the Ravens here. I like them 19-14. They go over their preseason win total of 10 and a half. And there goes Tomlin. I don't know, babyface. I think this is it, right? Do they... Do, uh, does he get to speak after the game or something? Do they give him his moment after his streak is broken Sunday night? Well, obviously, this is one of the greatest streaks going in sports. But uh, I, I'm actually fascinated with this game because it'll have a much different feel. If the Seahawks beat the Jets and the Pats beat the Dolphins, the Steelers are still alive going in into this Sunday primetime game, which will be pretty awesome. So. Um, oh, but, that's right. So they they could be out of it. I didn't even know. I don't know why I didn't even think of it. They could have been. I mean, whatever. It's going to be a, as physical a game as you can imagine. Anyway, but they could be out of it by the time this kicks off, right? The right. Exactly. So what has to happen this, if the Jets if the Jets win, they're out of it. If the Jets win or the Dolphins win, it's um, just one or the other. Joe, is that I right? Think, yeah, I think one. Yeah, all both have to happen. And uh, the Steelers are <laughs> is it Joel? Is it one or the other? Yeah, both have to happen. <laughs> All right, we'll get it straight. Yeah. Let, let's take a quick break. Joel's We're doing it for Franco. It. He's very excited about this. And uh, oh, college football championships! Finally, the semifinals have arrived. We'll talk about that after the break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, here we go. Glendale State Farm Stadium. Harry, right in your backyard. You know where Michigan Wolverines uh, players and staff, coaches, everybody is staying. You know what hotel? You haven't been there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Been there. No plans. And I'm going to the game. You're going going to to the the game. game. Michigan's a seven and a half point favorite, 58 and a half against TCU. Um, You don't have a pick on the game. You and Parley Kid like the under. Well, I have a pick. I think TCU's pulling off the upset. I'm calling it here. 31-26. 31-26. Sorry, Bri. Uh, first of all, I, I just think this month off, it kind of does suck. It really does. The Megans were talking about it. I think it's too much time in between. I really do. I don't, I don't know how they fix this, but um, and I think the month off is going to hurt Michigan the most, who had tremendous momentum. And I don't want to say they're looking past this game, but certainly they have Georgia on the mind. Michigan, uh, a rematch against Ohio State would be huge. I like this TCU team. They're 9-3-1 and one against the spread. Max Duggan did it all. He threw for over 3,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, only four interceptions. Doesn't make too many mistakes. Uh, you know, six touchdowns on the ground himself. Michigan can grind you. The ground game is exceptional with uh, Donovan Edwards now leading the, the way. 
and the Horned Frogs rank 64th. So TCU will have to get up early to force McCarthy to throw. And I think that's what happens. Like I said, they pull off the upset 31 26. All right, Bry, hit me with your Michigan pick. Yeah, I'm taking Michigan. Look, I, I think TCU, I think you're right. If they're, they, if they're going to pull this upset, they got to get up early. Um, but look, if you asked me before the season started, if the Big 12 uh, was going to be bad, I would have said yes. I still think the conference uh, was bad. I mean, one hell of a job by TCU on the season. But these semifinals, right, they've been pretty one-sided, right, with the with the favorites for the most part um, in yeah. the semis. Maybe there's been, I don't know, one or two, maybe. Uh, well, the one, four, one seed gets, four seed gets trounced, that's for sure. Yeah, usually. but I think even, yeah, I mean, even the, I think the favorite in general has, has done pretty yeah. well here. Um, Michigan pretty much rolled everybody this season, too, except for Illinois. Uh, but they're just a great defensive team. They've been all season. Um, and and they've actually been more explosive on offense this year. They hit they hit some big plays, whether it's a few passes a game or they break a long run here or there. And mm. Edwards has done a great job of, of taking the lead since Quorum got injured. So I do think they're going to be able to make a few big plays. I'm not sure if TCU will be able to in, against Michigan in this game. I, I think close first half, Michigan uh, runs away with it in the second half. All right. Harry is going to the game and rooting for no points. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not necessarily no points, but I do like the under 58. Like Brian mentioned, Michigan's defense is stellar. They haven't given up more than 27 points all season. The sophomore uh, junior Carlson is a tackling machine. He had 15 of them in the Big Ten championship against Purdue. Both teams very good at running the ball, like Brian said as well. Um I don't think uh, Michigan last year looked like they were just happy to be there. Not this year. And I don't think that's going to happen for TCU. They're going to be in this game. They're both going to be able to run the ball, keep the clock running. I think TCU found uh, really found themselves defensively when they played and won at Austin against uh, uh, Texas. I think this is a close one. I think Michigan wins. TCU covers. But also, I really like the under 58 and a half, 30-24 final. All right. Uh, you're going with Harry here, Pauly kid. Yeah, I'll switch it up a little bit just to give us a little uh, – uh, diversity here in our picks. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with the under in the first half here, Sal, mm-hmm. um, at tw- uh, under 29 and a half points, kind of like what you already alluded to coming into this game. What we always really got to factor in, there's always going to be some rust here for these teams, right? They've got a long time yeah. uh, without playing. Uh, and it always seems like there's a feeling out process sometimes in these games amongst these teams, uh, especially in the first quarter. So I'll roll right. with the under here, uh, first half, under 29 and a half. And if I were to pick a side, I, I'd lean towards Brian, too. Um, I think TCU has been a really great story this year. But Michigan has been dominant. And, um, uh, you know, I think the experience that they have playing in this game last year is such a big factor here. I think for these guys, it's a huge not only motivational factor, but just having that experience of having been there, I think TCU will be overwhelmed a little bit by the lights, the the, the bright lights here in this situation. I think Michigan mm. also covers that spread. Oh, I didn't even know Darren, about the lights. Stand- There's a lighting issue here? <laughs> Harry, you're going to have to go there and check that out I for don't us. Know. Right. But now, Darren, you stand to win 2,500 on Michigan oh, if they win the championship, correct? That's right. Uh, yes, right, I do, Dave? Harry. It's correct. Any hedging with the points here? Taking the points no, at all? No, I'm not hedging anything here. Nothing. No. Okay. I just don't. I don't stand to lose a lot, so I don't know. I'm, I think I'm that's just, I'm just gonna that's let good. it roll. I like it. I'm gonna that's let it good. roll, Harry. 
Keep it going. Okay. Keep it going. I feel bad because they're going to lose 31-26. Babyface, what is Harry? I don't know. Harry's being a little weird about this. What's he doing? Uh, does he know something about the lights that we that we don't know? <laughs> Harry the Hedgehog. This is what this is. Yeah, exactly. Harry, how much did uh, Ken pay for those tickets? He hasn't, he hasn't bought them yet. Oh. It's just to keep coming down because of the Southwest Airlines situation. Ooh. People aren't able to get out. Oh. So tickets keep coming down. They're down to about 120 bucks now. Yeah. He's going to sue Southwest Airlines. Now, but keep in mind, he's not had any travel uh, problems with them, but he's going <laughs> to sue them and <laughs> use that money to buy the tickets. So I think it's currently has no problems with them. He's had some in the past. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think it, uh, and, and Harry, you're, oh, this is interesting because your wife works at Southwest. So. She could maybe, yeah. She could maybe have something to do with finagling the ticket prices. I don't know. Is she? Know. She has overtime. She's working uh, the last couple of days. Brutal. Yeah, she's not gonna. She's not gonna be able to. Uh, yeah, not gonna be able to um, do a lot of things because of the situation right now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, so uh, that's our pick for the. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, th- look, this won't be a problem once the playoffs roll out and there's four weeks of playoffs or three weeks. What will it be? The Three weeks, right? The playoffs, because they'll the first four will have the bye, and then the eight will fight to make that four. Right, do some math there. Is that three weeks or four weeks of playoffs? I don't know. But anyway, there, yeah. there's still there's too much. Um I wonder if they should have played the semifinals that December twelfth week, and then the finals are in, in January. I just it's too much time. Too much time. How about just to eliminate all these stupid bull how how much how much is how much are the Bahamas the, the, the hotels making for the Bahama Bowl? <laughs> like, I mean, how I much? Know. How much are these? How much are these cities making it with these crappy bowls with teams are six and That's six? What I was saying yesterday, it doesn't, it's done. It doesn't Get seem like it. there's a lot of money in these. I do like being able to bet them and, and lose on them. And uh, keep the Jimmy Kimmel bowl. Wait, so, 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 at least it's in yeah. California. When did you yeah. say when they when they expand? When are they planning on starting it? Did you say when, when would they start? When on the calendar would they start it? Yeah. Well, they have to. I think they're going to end the same time, right? Oh, they can't go into the uh, right. They would right. end. So, would the national championship still be the same time? I think so. Right. Right. I, oh, so, I don't yeah. know for sure, okay. but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We wouldn't have that whole slog of December 12th, 19th, 26th. Right. You know, like that. I right. think they'd be gotcha. playoff games uh, gotcha. during those. So, but anyway, it, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. All right, Georgia six and a half. The one seed, less of a favorite than the two seed, six and a half, 62. It's because Ohio State has been deemed the fourth seed in the Chick-fil-A peach ball. This is one where I'm going the under. Um, I actually think Georgia could cover. I do think it's like 26-21 or 26-19 within a few points. But Georgia, 20 or fewer they've allowed in seven of the last eight. They allowed 12.7 points per game. Mm. Um, you know, Ohio State. I think they could be tough too. They allow what over seven yards of carry against Michigan, but less than half of that to everyone else. And the key is the CJ Stroud in the pocket. If he has a clean pocket, he's at 71%. Um, when he's pressured, he's at 40%. And I think Jalen Carter and the dogs will uh, keep him on his toes. He's going to be a top five draft pick. Uh, Georgia's game total has gone under in 14 in the last 22. Like I said, 26, 20, one twenty nine seventeen somewhere in there. I think it's way less uh, though than the sixty two. Brian, you're with me on this under. Yeah, sixty two seems like a lot for this game. Ohio State is an over type of team. They've been, I think, on the yeah. over what nine of the games this year. But 
no matter how explosive an offense is, Georgia has shown that they what they can do. They can shut you down, right? Just look at that Tennessee game, right? I mean, they Tennessee could do nothing against them, and they're you know yeah. up tempo type of team. I do think this is like a. I, I wouldn't say you know maybe it gets close uh, close to that sixty two. I mean, I had a thirty four twenty four type of game, but we've seen hmm. Michigan and Notre Dame's defense early in the season, you know, be able to limit Ohio State. Uh, Stroud's going to have some success, but it's going to be difficult because, like you said, they're going to get a lot of pressure here. And, you know, I would say Ohio State, too, although, you know, they gave up a couple of those big plays to Michigan late in that game. They still are a very good uh, defensive team. Uh, So 62, yeah, it just seems like a lot in this game. I I think it's going to take some time for each of these teams to get going, too. So I'll probably take play like an under for the first quarter as well. Interesting. All right. Uh, Pauly Kid, Georgia, Bulldogs. Yeah, I have to roll with the Bulldogs here, Sal. Um, in games where they were favored by 20 points or less, uh, like this one, uh, they're 4-0 against the spread. Um, they're 3-0 against uh, the spread against ranked opponents this year. Uh, and in those games, they average about 42 points per game against those ranked opponents. This is a dominant football team, Sal. Uh, Ohio State, I think Stroud has had a nice year. I mean, obviously, he was a finalist for this Heisman Trophy, but I don't know if he's had any really dominating performances that we can look back on this year where uh, he truly carried the team. Uh, This Georgia defense will be just too all over uh, this Ohio State offense. I think they can kind of limit Stroud and what he does. And and Bennett, against uh, against his best opponents, is when Bennett has been at his best this year uh, at QB. In fact, close to 70% completion percentage against these top-ranked opponents that they have faced. Georgia's been there. They've done that. They'll do it again, Sal. There you go. Um, yeah, I was trying to look. Are there are there player props out, Brian, yet? Because Stroud, you're right, Parley Kid. He, first of all, gets off to a slow start almost always, even against the bad teams. Seems right? like it. Right, yes. So They, what, they do. Caesars does have props. Do out they have, like, to, for him to throw a pick? Um Intercept? No, they only have Bennett interception so far. Really? Bennett, Bennett what, to throw interceptions his? minus one forty eight. But Stroud, hmm. Stroud hmm. and Bennett are both over minus over one and a half is minus one eighty four touchdowns. Interesting. Over one and a half. Hmm. Oh, minus Touchdown one. touchdowns. Minus one eighty four. Well, I could get that. Yeah, in garbage um, time for sure. Uh, all right, I, I gotta get I gotta get a a Stroud interception number because this could be bad for him. You know, or at least Georgia first half because of that. Yeah, I, I forgot yep. about that, Parley kid. Slow starts, definitely, for Stroud. Yep. All right, let's go right into Sharp Tank, fellas. Uh, you guys each give me a pick. I'm you gonna... missed me, Ski. Oh, I did? Oh, I'm sorry, Harry. Oh, that's yeah. right, Ohio State. All right, Harry, hit us up. Ohio State, you're going the other side. Uh, I am going to take the six and a half. I know Georgia's terrific. I love Kirby Smart and Stetson Bennett. All he does is win games, but. To give this talented, very talented Buckeyes team a second chance and give them six and a half points, I think it's too much to pass up. I get it. They played an awful second half of football against Michigan. But they get a reprieve, and I think Stroud to Marvin Harrison will give Georgia problems, Mm -hmm. uh, and the Buckeyes fix a lot of their defensive issues. They've had a month, like you guys mentioned, to uh, fix these things. I think they keep it close within the six and a half. I got Georgia 31, Ohio State 27. Mm. All right. I don't know if I told you this, but I have uh, my big, big bet was I think it was like a bet boost. I forget it was it was Georgia, Ohio State or uh, Alabama to win the national title. 
Um, so I'll be good going into the finals at least here. But that was a massive number. It was like minus three forty or something. Really good. <laughs> so you're fine with if the, if the final is uh, if it's um, Ohio State, Michigan. You're fine with that. Uh, I rather I have more confidence in Georgia. If I'm I'm fine with it, Hal. Like from right, a right. View, viewing perspective, sure, that's great. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather Georgia win for for that bet to hit. Uh, all right, now let's do Sharp Tank. You each give one pick. I'm going to buy one of them. Last week, uh, I gave you guys Christmas gifts. I said, you know what? We're going all three here. I'm betting on each of them. And Brother Brian is the only one who came through. Harry, I owe you $200. Remind me. I have to pay you when I see you. Um, I I Venmoed these guys to win. Thanks to Bryce. Derek Henry uh, touchdown. We'll score Mm -hmm. a touchdown at minus 150. Um, Did not happen uh, tonight. That's for sure. But uh, all right. Give us the sharp tank. Um, yeah, well, you're not going to like it already, uh, but I don't really care. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm starting it off with uh, one team that you don't like already, but I, I'm I'm picking the Georgia and Michigan. I, I, this is weird. I'm I'm kind of doing a parlay kid parlay here. Maybe he's yep. doing something similar. I'm not sure, but I'm st- I'm sticking with Georgia and Michigan. That would be minus one twenty five mm. if you just took them by themselves. But I'm adding the Giants to it at home against the Colts. Colts just don't seem to have any interest in winning anymore this season. And they shouldn't win. The Colts should lose out uh, the rest of the season. It might be a low-scoring game, but I I just don't – whatever they're doing with quarterback situation is just not going to work with the Giants there. And then I'm adding the Chiefs to it. I mean, they're minus 800, but this is a big weekend for the Chiefs, right? You're going to either get a Bengals Bengals or Bills loss um, Mm -hmm. on Monday here. So those four teams, Georgia, Michigan – uh, Chiefs and the Giants plus 184. I'm probably going to put a bunch on. Love it. it. Oh wow, went to plus yeah. 184. Interesting. Yeah. Love well, it. I, look, I want to. I want to look like a semi genius at TCU win, so I can't probably <laughs> jump on that. Let me ask you guys this: I'm in the finals in that kickout league, the John Ham and Damashek mm-hmm. and Simmons. I think I screwed up. I could have picked up the Chiefs defense. I picked up the Giants defense. Is there a difference? That's good. I mean, the yeah, Broncos no. aren't going to give up. The, are That's they going to okay. do it again? No, are they going to do okay. it again? Like the Rams? Giants, right. Colts. I mean, Colts. Yeah. Yeah. I like thought that. that was the move. And then my opponent yeah. picked up the Chiefs. And I was like, it's oh, okay. crap. I think I screwed mm. up. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for talking me down, guys. All right. Uh, Paul and <laughs> Kid, let's hear yours. Sal, I'm coming back with my exact same pick as I had last week. That was a loser. Uh, <laughs> I'm hell bent on Kelsey catching yeah. a touchdown pass mm-hmm. at minus 113. Uh, you know, I'll probably keep just doubling up on this every week until he get eventually <laughs> catch, or tripling up or quadrupling yeah. up, whatever it's going to be at this point. Uh, he's bound to catch one. He's been getting tons of targets, tons of receptions. It's just a matter of him finding the end zone. He's gone four straight without one. He gets mm-hmm. one this week, Sal. I like it. Harry, <laughs> you got to beat that. That's the leader in the clubhouse. I know. Um, well, I got a three-team NFL money line parlay. Pays plus 117. Of course, I'm going to take Kansas City on there, minus 800. I had a 27 nothing lead against Denver earlier this year and uh, mm-hmm. have beaten Denver 15 straight times. Last time Denver beat Kansas City was September of 2015. I'm going to take the Lions, minus 267 money line against the Bears. I know they tanked last week, but Campbell gets them right versus a very soft Chicago defense into Roquan Smith left for Baltimore. And I'm going to take the Giants like Brian as well. I'm going to take the Giants, minus 250 on the money line. 
Uh, they win. They get in the playoffs. Solid season from Daniel Jones. Indy's losses. Uh, has lost five in a row. They include 54 to giving up 54 to Dallas. The 33 nothing lead uh, against Minnesota. Had no offense versus uh, the Chargers on Monday. Mm. Jeff Saturday taking major growing pains as a head coach of Indy right now. I think Barkley has a big game. And I think Kayvon Thibodeau has another defensive big game like he did a couple weeks ago against Washington. Those three. Giants, Lions, Chiefs, plus oh. 117 to win. I don't, like, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I like all three of those. Uh, but I'm going to go with Parley Kid. Yeah, I think you're right, Parley Kid. This is one we have to watch because I don't think it'll – it's not like he's hurt, right? He's not banged up no. playing these games. Just has to find the end zone. This, uh, I th- maybe the curse was Harry saying that he was going to be MVP. Maybe Probably. that's the problem. Yeah, Absolutely. Scored in a month. I mean, I, uh, I am going to let a lot of parlays fly this week weekend, though, right? I don't know. I think so. This seems to be the week 18. Like this, I'm looking at the lines and it looks like, looks like this is the week 18, right? Right. <laughs> but it's, but they're calling it week 17. They can call it whatever they want. But yeah, yeah, this time to make money. So we're miserable uh, to start off the new year. Speaking of um, favorite sports moment of 2022, Harry, do you have one? Do you have one you hated? I don't really have a, t- I don't know. Um, I surprise you actually. with the, I surprise you with this question. I put it on the outside. <laughs> no, I just I don't know. I don't have one. Nadal winning his twenty first major in Australia when he was supposed to win it in uh, what in the French was very impressive. Yeah, that was great. That's your I loved favorite? it. I, loved I can't it. believe. Listen, this. I don't even think I heard you talk well, about it. My best is probably Brittany got out of Russia. How about that? Oh, okay. My girl got out of Russia. Well, now, all right? now you're going to make us all sound like assholes because we're going to pick. Uh, that was your best. Good oh, year, right. good year yeah. Arizona's own Brittany Grinder. Right. Well, okay. I'm glad, I'm yeah. glad yeah, that well, I hope you support. I hope you go to all of her games and support her then. Yeah. Yeah. Buy a season ticket package. I've been more. I've been. I've been to more WNB games than you. I, I'm, I'm not her. denying that. Yeah, congratulations. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna harass her. He's gonna harass her at the next uh, autograph <laughs> signing. You. That'll be it. Uh, all right, Brittany. Obviously, great coming back. I have to. That know, was Harry's best sports moment. Yeah, no, I, 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 didn't, love I, didn't, I didn't hear him mention it once on a text chain or anything. But anyway, <laughs> right. I'm glad you. Oh, he sent me. I will say, Harry did send me that autograph he got from Brittany Griner. He sent it to me so I could give it to my daughter. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's All the right. only thing he did with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could be worth. Could be worth something someday, Brian. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, so that's nice, Babyface. What do you think of that? Do you think that's genuine? Well, I mean, this was the year of free Britney. We had two free Britney campaigns, so I guess that makes sense. But Harry, th- that doesn't even make sense because my favorite sports moments, not to jump the gun, actually involve you. Uh, you know, if, if James Dolan still owns the Knicks, it can't be that. But Harry, I- I've accomplished two of your goals. You got to interview Linda Cohn and Kevin Harlan called. Oh, you yeah. Doing play by play. Great dunking. point. Yep. Right. True. True. So thanks, for, yep. thanks for yep. nothing, pal. For remembering. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Well, Harry, given well, out. We should have been in Qatar, Joel. We should have been in Qatar. Yeah, if you learn how to pronounce it first, that would have been the first step. And uh, uh, I got news for you. We'd still be there, Harry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, lots yeah. of good things happen there. What do you think you would have even done there, Harry? Southwest flies there? You wouldn't have done that. What would you have done there? Uh, tons. Tons. tons <laughs> I can't even explain what I would have done there. Tons. <laughs> Tons of stuff. Eating, I, I, mean, guess. Well, I Honestly, I guess oh, that's where the tons come in. All right. Uh, <laughs> interviewing with... <laughs> Interviewing with everyone from all over the world. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> doing clips, doing shows. It would have been awesome. Oh, man. All right. Uh, speaking of, I think that has to be my best moment. Mbappe evening things in extra time. I just brought tears to my eyes. Now, um, <clears throat> sad to say the combined no-hitter that we watched at your wedding, Harry, at your uh, 
what was that? The rehearsal yeah. dinner. I think that was my number one sports moment. Besides oh, Brittany coming back. You guys back, are going nuts. <laughs> it's sad, but mm. I think that's number one. And and the worst one, I guess, was Dak uh, not getting the snap off, Farley kid. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, sad. Sal, yeah, I was going to go right with you um, because I think that the the, uh, the playoff loss to the 49ers, right? Yeah. Um, uh, was a bad one for the Cowboys. Uh, I think that was probably the lowest. Mm-hmm. And I, I get why Harry doesn't have one. When you don't have a team, right? Exactly. You don't have moments. Exactly. You don't have moments. I was That's just going to say that. It's so ridiculous to not have teams. <laughs> you don't have moments. Hey, like, how about this, you need Darren? Highs how about this? Lows. Yeah. Darren, how about this? Syracuse soccer team won the national championship. Okay. How about that? Go Cubes. <laughs> go Cubes. That's, he barely that's has amazing. a TV. Forget about it. You don't even team. go to Syracuse. Um, yeah. You've, <laughs> Yeah, you know. All right, uh, but is, yeah, uh, my, in the high one, yeah. Sal, I think I think for as a Yankees fan, it would yeah. have to be the Judge home run chase. I mean, that's yeah. oh, that, that was easy. Yeah, that that provided a lot of entertainment. Yeah, for, I guess for so. the whole summer. I guess uh, into, so. into the fall, into the early fall season. So, um, the Judge home run. Uh, Did he get phenomenal. it? I don't I think, even remember. Did he get it? Did he get to sixty-two? That was a lot so of fun. Close. So yeah, close. that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was. So as usual, right. um, you know, throughout the course of the year, you know, watching my two sons get to play college ball together was oh, yeah. also yeah. Uh, a, a really uh, nice thrill for the family. And um, obviously getting to do this uh, several times a week with all of you guys, you know, ups and downs of uh, of our year <clears throat> right? Uh, through just betting mm-hmm. sports uh, mm-hmm. is absolutely incredible, right? The most uh, games that really would have no significance have – tremendous significance when we have money on them. So uh, all those highs and lows. So it's been a great year. So I think we're due for a, uh, I'm due probably, I would say I'm probably uh, heading towards a very uh, bad uh, 2023 in terms of betting. Yeah. I plan (laughs) on being under 500 most of the year. Oh, good. All right. Well, that's good. Have you talked to your accountant about this? Uh, (laughs) Aaron, for a second there, you had me tearing up. Yeah. 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 I got to set the bar low. I have to set. I can't. The bar's got to be set low because that's, I just got to prepare myself for the worst, right? Hope for the best. Uh, listen, speaking of setting the bar low, Harry got engaged on this podcast, right? What month was that, Harry? Was that was, this, this year? Was that, that January? Was, like, was it January? Yeah, they, turned, year, that, right? they turned that over very quickly, that whole wedding. That was quick. Yeah. I think it yeah. was January, right? I think it was this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. He, he had the ring. He brought Angie into frame. She had uh hidden Valley ranch on her chin and they'd like, all right, <laughs> let's, let's do this. <laughs> And he got engaged. And then you talk about meaningless events, Parley Kid. Game one, Bucks, Celtics. We wouldn't have cared about it, except oh. Harry gave it out during his wedding, interrupted his own ceremony to give that pick, Celtics money line. You know, um, I thought when you said meaningless event, you meant minus 200. <laughs> I thought that's what you were referring to at first. It, it means oh. more to us than it does Harry. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, Brian, give us your favorite, maybe least favorite somewhere. In there. Well, I mean, I have to agree with Darren. Obviously, the the judge stuff over the summer, the fact that you want to watch uh, full baseball games every day over the summer. I mean, yeah. that, that's how it used to be as a kid. We kind of lost that right in baseball. But this mm-hmm. year, it kind of definitely brought it back with the judge stuff. So that was a positive. There's been a ton of negative, though, right? I mean, I. It's between yeah. the Raiders, the Knicks. I mean, the other day I lost I lost the Arkansas bet 
up oh. two. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, minus two and a half, up 15 with the ball and three minutes left. That's yeah. the thing. Brian that's, has had probably the I, best ooh. record by far. Oh, all I've of had us a really year. good year. Yeah. yeah. He has yeah. had definitely the worst beats, too. I, I mean, know. I, he's right. had some incredible ones. Yeah. Incredible. That's a positive, too. Yes. My record, I'm. You know, our EP well, he's picks, also betting like, like 45 things a day. So yeah, it's that's right. Sure that's where I can see. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, I was like over 55, you know, 55 games over 500 for the year with my picks yeah. on EP. My my sharp tanks were good. So that was positive. Another um, negative, I would say, a, a positive negative. We all went, it was really fun time. We all went, uh, me, Sal, Darren, and some of our friends went to the Met game versus the Phillies. Sal and I decided right. to put thousands on that game. <laughs> and then the freaking Mets get thrown out at the plate. Like it was uh, just late in the game. That game, right? Bot- that game itself was re- that botched, was crazy. The botched that sucked. Lost by the Mets. So that was a really that was a, a fun time, but a really bad moment. Yeah. Well, that's um, it. That that's year, you know, so. that sums us up. Fun times <laughs> with really bad moments. It really does. <laughs> It, it really does. does. It really does. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to look. I'm looking at the athletes we lost to. Mike Bossy, obviously, close to the Islander fans. Uh, yeah. Near and dear to the hearts. We lost Bill Russell. Uh, Franco, obviously, last week. Yeah, lots hmm. of them. Yeah. People got to stop dying in uh, 23. So, wait. So, what was your... What was your best, Brian? I, I don't even know if I heard your best. Well, I said it was a mix between the Yankees and, and probably can oh, mention my, okay. my picks in general was a, a good moment. I got you. For me. Just I hated general. that yeah. judge chase. I hated freaking Eddie Spaghetti with the 57 <laughs> exclamation points. We don't get the text. <laughs> like, damn it. Joe did that too. We Joel, were on top of that because as soon as Judge would yeah, hit one, it. there was a yeah. text Joel that would it. get sent, sent out every time. Like, immediately. I feel Within like we just did, yeah, we just did that really to annoy you, Sal. And uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'll remember. And and again, Parlay Kid, thank you. When uh, Judge hit sixty two, he Venmoed everybody sixty two dollars except for you, Sal. So once again, what? Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. They didn't Venmo Harry, that's for sure. Harry doesn't have it. Uh, <laughs> Western Union Harry, it's still waiting for him at the. <laughs> the home goods. Uh, all right. There you go. Uh, oh, let me mention once again, Vegas, uh, Extra Points Live, Propapalooza, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club, January 9th, 2 to 2.30. It's the pregame of the national championship game. And then hang out. You'll be able to meet us. We're going to have a live podcast and uh, stay and watch the game afterwards. Uh, Vegas.com Ticketmaster. Also where you can get the tickets. Also for uh, we'll be there the day before Kimmel Comedy Club. Watch the week 18 game. Boy, this is happening already, guys. This is I a week can't from, believe uh, it. Sunday. It's a week, a week what away. The hell? I mean, we're what, what a way to start off the year, Sal. We could either be yeah. in the money or uh, start off the year. Yeah. Boy, guys, uh, down. This is a stupid idea. The fact that we did this, you, I will say we're starting off the year. You know how bad we are when we bet together. Right. We are awful when we bet together. And now we are starting off the year during. During the last week of the season in the championship game, this doesn't sound good. I mean, I yeah, hope but you every, and Sal yeah. will win plenty back in blackjack, Brian. That's <laughs> yeah, sure. I think I've gone 13 straight trips without Sal, winning in blackjack. Sal has been – I've had my ups and downs with Sal. Has been Sal, so you've bad. been good with live bad. poker, though. Live poker? What? Yeah, you when, when you play lot when you play live poker, oh, that's you've been just good a when you kill jump. time. I know, I get lucky. I'm just not getting you've hit a few. You've hit a couple times in a row. I'm not that. getting uh, cleaned out there. Anyway, Harry's brother will be there. Speaking of poker, he'll be playing. You try. We should that that should be a um, one of the contests. Try prying him away from the video poker machine. 
Well, right. three, how many guys Should will it be. take to actually pull him from the? Because he'll put in like yeah. 17 straight hours, right, Harry? Well, sure. Well, yeah. Unlimited. Quickly, nonstop. Maybe you want to quickly. Wasn't there a story one time where there was a something happened, a robbery or something, uh, and he never left the video poker table? Yeah, they made everyone evacuate, and right? he would not. So, he, he wouldn't leave. Wasn't there an article? Is that a turning wasn't stone? Wasn't there an article? Stone, right? Wasn't not. there an article? It was in Vegas, Harry. Yeah, yeah, he was. was it? It, I think it was an article that basically said one man wouldn't leave. Right? Wasn't this a whole thing with Scott? Yeah, and they, they said one man, and then they retracted it after they looked at the lineage. This, though, he it wasn't it wasn't a man. It was. Um, we're we're going to get back to you on what what that actually was, but he'll be there. We'll have all our buddies there. Meet the Parley Kid. Meet Damashek. Meet Hench. The Megans. Uh, Eddie Spaghetti. Mikey Meatballs. Vegas. Do it. January 9th, uh, pregame show, and then stay with us for the national championship and the day before, right there, Kimmel Comedy Club. TicketmasterVegas.com. Uh, that'll do. It's been a great, great year. Happy 2023. Going to have a even better one, as Brian points out. Um, and that does it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Eddie Spaghetti, for Babyface Joel Solomon and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,